Hey everyone, this is Cody Worsham from LSU Athletics. So many times in life, we're defined by the things that divide us. But sometimes we all go through something together and we're reminded of the things that unite us. Right now, in some form or another, we're all going through the same thing. And we're all united by a sense of loss and how to cope with it. On one end of the scale, there's those who are fighting for their lives, fighting for their health, fighting for the lives of other people. And wherever you are in that fight, just know you're not alone. But up and down the scale, from most serious to least serious, we're all dealing with some sort of loss. Maybe it's a job, maybe it's school, maybe it's time spent with loved ones or the ability to go work out in a gym or eat out at a restaurant for dinner. For Ruby Harold and Skylar Mays, one of the losses they're dealing with right now is a loss that so many other student athletes across the country are figuring out how to cope with. Both of their collegiate careers were cut short because of the fight against the spread of the novel coronavirus. Neither got the chance to finish their careers at LSU the way they deserved. After all the hard work and the heartache, after all the sacrifice and the celebration, it just ended. A couple days ago, they joined me for the first in a series of conversations we're calling Tigers United. Each episode, we're going to hear from LSU student-athletes, staff, coaches, on how they're navigating this new world we're all living in. We'll talk mental health, physical health, We'll look back on the past. We'll look forward to the future. You can find every episode at lsusports.net, as well as on our Hey Fighting podcast and Boot Up podcast feeds. We all come from different places. We all play different sports. We all have different obstacles to overcome. But now, as always, we're all Tigers, and we're all united. Before we get started, a little about my two guests today. Ruby Harold is a senior gymnast for LSU. She just finished her final season as a Tiger. She's an All-American. She was recently named to the SEC Community Service Team. She's one of the best gymnasts to come through LSU, a fantastic performer who's competed at the highest level of gymnastics for several years. She's a three-event gymnast for LSU on vault, bars, and floor. She earned her first All-America honors in 2018 and was an All-SEC and All-SEC freshman team performer. She was also, before her time at LSU, a two-time member of the Great Britain Olympic team, serving as an alternate on the 2012 team and part of the five gymnast squad on the 2016 team. On a personal note, she is my daughter's favorite athlete of all time. My four-year-old loves Ruby. Ruby was very kind before we started recording to say hello to my daughter, so I thank her for that. Skyler Mays just finished his career with the LSU basketball team. He's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and wrapped up one of the best on-court and off-court careers in LSU basketball history. He was recently named Cositas Basketball Academic All-American of the Year, just the second LSU athlete to ever earn that honor. He was also the SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year, both in 2019 and 2020. In four seasons, Skyler scored more than 1,600 career points, finished eighth in career assists with 382, finished 7th in 3-point field goals with 173, tied for 5th in minutes played with 3,965, 3rd all-time in free throw percentage, one of the most well-rounded basketball players to ever come through LSU, points, assists, rebounds, steals, leadership, academic performance, Skyler did it all. Two fantastic student-athletes who embody the very definition of student-athlete, great in the classroom, great in their arenas of performance as well. Without further ado, here are Skyler Mays and Ruby Harrell 
on Tigers United. All right, let's jump right in. Ruby, I wanted to, to start with you. Um, the last couple of weeks have been pretty crazy for everybody. Take me back um, to, to the last couple of weeks when it went from this coronavirus thing was sort of a background story that we were all kind of maybe aware of, but didn't see it affecting our lives to all of a sudden um, it's, it's front and center and, and it's changed our lives. Just kind of walk me back through the, the last couple of weeks for you. Yeah, the couple, last couple of weeks have really been a whirlwind. Um, thankfully, during the whole week of the whole kind of where it really escalated in the United States, my parents were in town. Um, so it was the plan essentially was senior night was that week and we were gonna they were gonna see us in the PMAC for the last time um, and my dad and my mom were gonna be able to see what gymnastics at LSU was all about um, and no and like in my mind I never knew that or even thought that anything was even gonna come of this whole coronavirus thing that was happening um, yes it was a thing but wasn't anything that I really, really thought was going to affect us that bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, that Wednesday we got word of the SEC cancelling or cancelling um, spectators being in stands. And it was originally just the meet was going to go ahead um, and we were just going to have friends and family in the stands, which was going to be kind of sad because senior night is a special night. and. Yeah. It's something that as a freshman you look forward to and to be celebrated and to have your mark on the team and to just have that that one last more, that one more, that last one is just, I know there's something special about it and something cool and something you work towards. Um, and essentially that had been taken away from us and it kind of, it hit, especially it hit us three seniors kind of harder than I thought it would. Um, but then when senior night got cancelled and then the rest of regular season got cancelled. It hurt a lot because like postseason is so much fun. Postseason, especially in gymnastics, is something that you look forward to because it's so fast paced and it's so different to regular season. You have four mm -hmm. teams on the floor rather than two. Um, and it's just, it's just fun and it's the time to celebrate the hard work that regular season had taken. Um, so I think we had practice that Thursday and we had a team meeting that we were just going to plan to go ahead with regionals and nationals, whatever postseason was going to look like, because SEC had cancelled regular season meets. Um, and then we practiced that day. And by the end of practice, we'd heard that the whole thing was done. Um, and it was hard. It was really hard. And it kind of, for me, it came in waves. It was like one minute I was fine. The next minute I was hysterically crying. Um, and it was, it was just strange, like knowing that I was done, like gymnastics isn't something that I can continue after college, like, mm. cause it's such a, a young sport being 23 and trying to swing around a bar is difficult <laughs> and can be for kind of that age athletes. So knowing that I was done, I was ready to be done. Don't get me wrong. Like come April, I was like, I'm done ready. Thank you. What's coming next for me. But to be done in March and when I was ready to be done in April was hard. Skylar, I'm sure you can relate. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel for, um, you know, that was kind of the one thing that I could, you know, 
turned to as soon as we figured out everything was over. I was I was kind of telling myself, well, at least I got to play that one last time in the PMAC uh, for my senior night. And it meant way more to me, you know, actually being from here and uh, knowing what LSU means to, you know, everyone in Baton Rouge. So, um, you know, I just want to kind of say my condolences. I didn't realize that was – I know y'all were closing the season. I know y'all were finishing up and getting ready for it, but I didn't realize you missed senior night. Yeah, yeah. It went from – like just being family and friends to nothing in the space of a day. Right. That's tough. Yeah. But like, um, thankfully, uh, our team were able to put on like our own kind of senior afternoon. We went back in the gym on the Friday. We had like a, like a meet situation. Um, they brought in the announcer, family and friends were there. We did like a meet really? kind of situation and we did our own thing, which was cool. still really, really special. Right. Yeah. So. Skyler, kind of the same question that I asked Ruby. Kind of take me through those those last couple of weeks. I know y'all had just taken off for uh, for Nashville um, for the SEC tournament, and then everything kind of went haywire. I even recorded like a pre-SEC tournament podcast and was you know making all these plans for NCAA tournament. And all of a sudden, just you know three or four days, everything changed. Right. Yeah. I thought I thought I had seen it all. Um until that happened, you know, um, especially how my career went, all the things that I've been through throughout my career. But, um, you know, I was talking with the guys when it all came down. Like, we hadn't really even been talking about the virus, you know, maybe three days before. We didn't really see it as that big of a deal. But um, I try to be optimistic, but I'm also realistic. So we went to – we actually got to go watch Vanderbilt and Arkansas play. That's a team that we could have potentially played Friday. We watched them play Wednesday, and we were sitting at the game, and, you know, it all buzzes on our phones that the NBA had canceled. So I kind of felt like, well, if the NBA is going to close it down, everyone's pretty much going to follow suit. So I kind of at least figured the SEC tournament would be over. But when – but, you know, the following morning we went to the gym to practice, and and a couple hours later – uh, we figured out the SEC tournament canceled. I was like, okay, cool. And then, you know, a couple hours later, they cancel everything. So that's when I really, I really felt like, man, it's crazy to go out like that. But you know, like I said, I got to, I, at least I got to play, you know, my last game in Baton Rouge and in, in front of my friends and family and and experience that. But you know, I was hoping for more to have, more for these this group. Um, especially the way we, we were playing that Georgia game and uh, what I thought we were going to be able to do come March. In a way, it's almost like, like grieving. Um, I, I want to be careful to put this in the right context because there is a much serious life or death situation going on around the world right now. Um, but in the sports context, in the athletic career con- context, it's almost like grieving. And you've lost something that um, – you were expecting at some point to lose, but not in the way that, that you wanted to or, or with the timing. How, how have y'all, and we'll start with Ruby, how have y'all, Ruby, you talked about how difficult it's been. How have you coped with it? Who have you talked to? Who, who have been the resources that you've leaned on to navigate some of those emotions? Um, I think personally, because this, this is a grieving process, you grieve together. I feel like you grieve, you grieve with people and grieving with the team has definitely helped. Um, yeah, like, apart from us three seniors, like, they get to come back and do it. But 
they've been a great outlet to just kind of almost dump your emotions on and just tell tell them how you're feeling and just let it out um like it's I feel like for us for for us to be able to have that one last one on that Friday really kind of almost made it a little bit easier because ultimately it was that we have one last one to do it was the last one that we had um and it was a very very special day and one that I will treasure as much as if we got it in the PMAC um but yeah it's I don't know it's it's very strange it's very very hard to put into words um I don't know it's yeah it's yeah do you, yeah. Do you know how I, do you know what I mean yeah, it's I like what you're saying kind of kind of piggybacking on um piggybacking off of Ruby uh I feel like you get the most out of um get the most out of, you know, talking to your teammates about it because they've been, you know, in that battle with you, been been through everything you've been through for that particular season. And, um, you know, as a senior, I think I really gained comfort from, you know, once the season was canceled, like my teammates, you know, telling me how much I really meant to them because you don't really get a feel for that once you're when you're in, you know, going to practice every day and everything's going so fast, but when everything, you know, stops and it's all over with, guys can really, really have the time to, you know, show their appreciation for you. So I, I found some comfort in that. Um, I'm sure Ruby feels the same way. Yeah, no, I, that's a great, that's very, very good. Actually, I definitely felt that, especially as it came to an end. And I don't know, it was a lot that was posted on social media, like, the team, the girls on the team who posted stuff on social media, it was like, it was, it was very overwhelming, the amount of, like, the words they were saying and right. how they were expressing their love for you. Right. And it was, it was really, really cool. And it, it made everything, not that everything wasn't worth it before, but it, like, solidified, okay, I did a good job. I exactly. left my mark. Hopefully, like, the juniors before me are going to pick it up and right. not replicate what we've done as seniors or what you guys have done as seniors, but, you know, on. okay, this is how they did it. How can we do it, you know? And, I don't know, it just right. it right. came together nicely. And 100%. 100%. And, and it's like, um, and it's like, you know, as a – as a teammate, you know, if you're doing everything right, they're going to show appreciation, but now they actually, now that everything's like slowed down, you really have the time to, they really have the time to, you know, gather their thoughts. And then the fact that they'll take the time to go out of their way to, you know, show appreciation, that that's what means the most. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Very cool. Skylar, um, question for you, you know, Ruby talked about how this is for her athletically with gymnastics, this is kind of a, an ending point because you do, it is a younger sport for you. There's a, there's a next stage. There's a next level. Obviously everything's been thrown into kind of turmoil and, and no one really knows what's next, but how are you preparing for, for that next step? I know you want to finish up school, I'm sure. And yeah. you and that's been made a little bit weird, but how are you preparing for that next step? Yeah. Well, there's only so much that I can do. I, I'm doing a lot of stuff in my room. Um, just pretty much body weight stuff. Uh, trying to stay in some level of fitness is not much, you know, cardio work I can do. 
But, you know, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. Um, and I still haven't really – it's hard to say that I'm looking forward to the next thing because of how things ended here. But, you know, I'm just starting to figure out things like agencies and, and just trying to get as much information I can. So I'm pretty much in that process right now. What what can you do physically? Like, are you did Greg Golden give you like a workout or? Yeah, he did. I, and I've pretty much been going by that. Um, but I've been trying to stay inside as much as as possible, and you know, practice the sh- social distancing, um, which you know I would advise most people to do. Pretty much everyone to do. Yeah, I mean, you're you're you want to be a doctor one day. Your dad's a doctor. I imagine that's you know that that aspect of it is being emphasized pretty heavily in your house. A hundred percent. Um, they're still going to work because they're an essential service, but, um, my mom's just starting to wear the, you know, the face mask and stuff. So that kind of tells me that it's getting serious. And, uh, you know, I saw something on social media saying that this is the, it's, you know, going at the fastest rate in Louisiana. So, uh, it's a big deal here. I think, uh, it should be taken pretty seriously because, you know, on the other side of thing, if you want to apply it to sports for them to shut everything down, it takes a lot for people to shut things down with the amount of money that's being lost. So it's got to be pretty serious for them to, you know, just put everything at a standstill. Ruby, how are you handling the, the continental divide? You know, with your, I, I'm guessing your family's back over in, in England and, and you're still in, in, uh, in the States. How are you handling that? I was I was listening to a, a soccer podcast. I'm a soccer fan, and it's based in England. It sounds like they're maybe a little bit behind where we are in terms of some of the measures they're taking and just the the spread of it. Maybe is a little bit behind. How are you handling just that? I'm sure it's something you're used to, just having been over here for your career. But now that this is kind of thrown into the mix, how are you handling that? Yeah, it's a little bit strange. Um, I was considering going home just because, like, as a LSU community, we were all advised to go home. Um, but my main concern was I didn't know how things were over there, and I knew that I had a place here, and, like, um, I was safer here, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, they were about – I think they were about two weeks behind us. Um, we – I think officially we started – quarantining or social distancing officially about two or three weeks ago uh two weeks ago um and last night our prime minister announced um there was going to be a official social distancing quarantining stay at home um announcement so up until yesterday at uh, 5 p.m gmt um i think there was people were still going to work um i think restaurants were still open I'd probably say it's about 50-50 between like takeaways and or takeout food and going into restaurants, whether they were open or not. Um, but last night it was official. Um, it's going to be like a two week prelim- two to three week preliminary um, stay at home order. Um, but yeah, it's just strange because you don't know the situation. I mean, I'm assuming the situation is pretty similar to us right now because of the order that was given in last night. But I know it's just you don't know how people are handling it differently. I, I personally know how I'm handling it. I know how people who I'm, the few people I'm in contact with are handling it too, but them being on the other side of the world, it's just, it's strange. Like I'm keeping up to date with everyone, but I know I just hope that they're staying away. They're staying at home. They're doing what they're told to be doing. Um, and they're not kind of taking it too lightly. 
what's the what's the time zone difference how like they're right now they're five hours ahead they haven't gone through um the time change yet so i think they go through the time change this week so usually it's six hours but right now it's five hours okay so you have a pretty good window to you know stay in contact with them yeah usually between like 12 and 6 are normal hours for me to contact right um i'm not i'm not someone who like needs to stay in contact regularly Mm -hmm. um but i mean during this time it's just a bit strange and something you're not really used to um so yeah Ruby, kind of the same question I asked Skylar earlier, but from a different perspective. What, what's next for you um, now that you know you've you've been through a lot in your athletic career and gone to the Olympics and, and achieved so much and come to LSU and been a part of so many great teams over here? Uh, Skylar's looking forward to the the next level as a professional player, but for you, this is it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it really is right now just to let my body recover. Um, gymnastics can be kind of brutal, <laughs> so just letting my body come back to that baseline, um, recoup from any nagging, nigging, niggling injuries that I may have had. Um, I'm, I'm not the type of person who likes to sit down all day. So like just doing, whether it's inside workouts or going for a walk or light, light, light run, um, just to kind of keep myself moving and my mind ticking over. Um, as it comes to kind of education, I want to pursue physical therapy. So I'm going to, my plan is to kind of stay, get my prereqs and then apply to schools next year. Um, Cause I was a fitness studies major. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I was very ready to be done. So it's nice that I can kind of have this time to kind of process what's been going on and process that I'm done with this, starting this. Um, and it's like a new chapter. So it's exciting. This one's kind of for me. Um, I, I'm, going a little bit crazy here, stir crazy in my house, just mostly because I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, but also just being, you know, locked up all the time and not getting out of your routine. You know, you get so used to your routine of going into work and doing your work and talking to the people that you talk to and all that sort of stuff. And then when all that shuts down and everything changes, for me, at least mentally, it's been a real adjustment and I've had to take measures and, you know, spend some time, you know, finding quiet time or um, reading a little bit or whatever it may be just to kind of maintain my mental health. Skylar, I'll, I'll start with you. What are, what are some of the things that you're doing or that's working for you or that you're looking into um, to kind of help with, with that aspect of it? And I know that's been important for you throughout your career, trying to balance basketball and in and, and school, but now it's almost like with everything shut down, I would imagine someone as, as routine oriented as, as you um, it, it's, it's an adjustment. Yeah. Well, um, learning about the agencies is taken about, taking quite a bit of my time learning about everything that's going on in the NBA and trying to stay updated on that stuff. Uh, but for the most part, I just kind of watch interviews of all types of different people, um, mostly like former NBA players. It's It's been a lot of basketball-related stuff. But, you know, just trying to keep my mind going while I'm, while I'm uh, stuck in the house and, um, you know, s- stay around the game as much as possible because that's kind of, you know, what I hope to be doing for a long time. So I'm just trying to learn as much as I can about, you know, the next level. Ruby, how about for you? Um, what, what are some things that are working for you? What are some things that you're looking at just to try to stay, you know, mentally engaged, mentally active? Um, a lot of kind of figuring out what the next stage is for me. 
um, school-wise, um, figuring out logistics of me staying, me going. Um, and then, I don't know, I, being a gymnast, you don't really have much time for hobbies. So I've been really able to figure that out. Um, I figured I'm kind of, I'm kind of a crafty kind of person. So um, I've like done sort of some projects on like framing things. Um, I've got some sort of painting that I'm working on. Um, it's kind of like a slow going process, but it's, it's calming and it's fun and it's, and it's something that I never really got to do. Um, yeah. I'm, and I'm also, I also, as, as weird as this kind of time is and as much as there is so much going on in the news, reading the news is kind of informative and I do enjoy kind of knowing what's been going on in the world and how different countries are co coping, handling how the crisis is different in different countries and yeah, just being worldly, worldly in the know of what's going on as well just I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm hoping there's some student athletes listening to this as well and, and we'll start with Skylar and then Ruby you can follow up what advice would you give them just as they're you know whether they're like you uh, leaving and, and moving on to the next level or, or they're finishing their careers at the collegiate level if they're about to start them if they're incoming freshmen if they're you know sophomores or juniors who are moving up in their careers, what advice would you give them about this time period right now, which again, it's indefinite. We don't know when things are going to change and kind of get back to normal. Um, but just as things are the status quo, what would you tell them about, you know, what can they accomplish in this time? What are some things that um, they can try to achieve or, 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 or focus on during this time? Uh, yeah, I'd say the number one thing is to make sure that you have no regrets. Um, you know, whether that be in the, you know, academic area or on the court or on the field or, you know, whatever you're doing uh, as far as sports, um, make sure that you've done, you've given everything you can to your university and, and that you're able to look in the mirror and, and say that you, you did your best. Uh, and I think everything pretty much trickles down from that. Um, and, uh, you know, be the best teammate you can be. Um, and uh, make sure you're making informed decisions and in, in whatever you decide to do when, uh, when the ball stops bouncing or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, I definitely think like appreciating where you are as well, um, being where your feet are, not taking any, like a moment for granted, um, taking in each moment and appreciating that that's where you are and where you're going to be and where you're going as well. I think is important. I think so much, so much of the time we get caught up in where we could be as opposed to where we're going um, and just staying in the process and working through it, I think, because eventually this is going to pass and eventually um, you're going to get to your next step and you're going to get to where you want to be, but it may just take a little bit more time or the the time during that phase may be a little bit uneasy. So, you know, just trust in that it's going to get that. And right. it'll because, be okay. <laughs> because it goes so fast. Like, people always say it goes fast, but un until you really go through it, it's like, like, I remember when I first moved into my first dorm and, mm -hmm. and for everything to be over with now, it's just, it's pretty much surreal. 
Yeah. I remember Coach Jay told me, it was like, these will be the best four years of your life, but they'll go by the fastest. Yeah. And like, I'm like, whatever. Like, I have four years ahead of me. Like, right. don't talk that to me. And now I'm like, wow. Four years sounds so long, but mm-hmm. it's just crazy how fast it went by. Yeah. So much has happened too. Just, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I remember it for both of y'all. I remember when Ruby came in as a, as a freshman and, um, you know, oh, Ellis, you got this gymnast that was in the Olympics and she's from England. And, and then Skylar, I remember you back in the, the Red Storm days when you're playing for Coach Picks over at Red Storm. So yeah. it's crazy to, to see where y'all are now. Um, I'll finish up with this. We talked about talking to student athletes, but for the fans, um, neither one of y'all really got to say, I guess Skylar did get a senior night, but didn't really get to say goodbye to the fans, I think, in the way that, that you'd want to with, with finishing up and um, and finishing up your competitive careers. So I'll start with Ruby and then Skyler, you can close this out. What would you say to the fans, LSU fans that have cheered y'all on for the last, you know, four years and, um, and, 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 you know, just whatever final words you'd like to say to them, I guess it's not final words. You're not going anywhere, but just to kind of sum up your career. Just one big thank you. Um, I never in a million years thought that coming to this part of the world, I'd be open, welcomed with such open arms and such love and support from every single corner of the country um, to have really felt like this is a one big family and to be welcomed into that and to be accepted for who I am and where I've come from and what I've done and where I'm going to go is just overwhelming. Um, as hard as, as like as great as these four years have been, there's been so many struggles and so many ups and downs and, personal things of thinking of can I do this like do I want to throw them in the towel now am I good enough for this and just every single step of the way the fans remind you they are why and they're why you do this and they're why you have done this and college sports should be something that's celebrated and it should be fun and exciting and the fans really do help especially in gymnastics as to make it that and to appreciate where you've been and to kind of finish out in this flamboyant manner of, I don't know, of, what am I trying to say? Just, just having fun with it and learning how to have fun with it again and learning to love the sport. So thank you for being there for me. Thank you for supporting me and thank you for just loving Ruby, I guess. Sure. Yeah, and just to, you know, expand on what Ruby said about LSU being a family, you know, I, I've seen Ruby at our games sometimes and other, uh, you know, student athletes uh, for these past four years. So I just want to thank the other student athletes at LSU, especially while I was here and, you know, former student athletes that I, I got to come across and, and rub shoulders with and, um, you know, build relationships with that are going to last, you know, way past you know, way down, way down the road. And, um, and then, you know, back to the LSU fans, just want to say how appreciative I am, how y'all been with us since, you know, since I've been here and how, 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 how helpful y'all been during games and, and um, how much, how much fun it's been to play for you guys. And, and, um, you know, 
I'm looking forward to coming back to games as a fan, as a former player, and, uh, you know, seeing those exact same faces and, and getting to experience the LSU basketball games from the other side and, and be there in the stands with you guys. And, uh, you know, again, just a big thank you. Okay, I lied. I got two more for you. Uh, first, I want you each to ask each other a question. So I'll give you – I'll kind of fill some time here while, uh, while you think about a question, but I want you to ask each other a question. Gosh. Okay. I've got one. Okay. So, um, like I, like I, I'll tell anybody that gymnasts are the toughest, toughest athletes on campus because, like, I see y'all walking in Cox with, with super bad injuries. Y'all are all banged up. So, what's what's like the toughest injury to, you know, compete through? The toughest injury to compete through. Um, I know you'll mess your shoulders up pretty bad sometimes. Yeah, it's – I feel like – I don't know. As a gymnast, you have a lot of ongoing issues, issues yeah. that don't really ever really get resolved and stuff you just have to work through. Um, kind of the freak accident, the ACL, the Achilles, whatever, really doesn't happen as often as you really think it might just because you technically our bodies are strong and our bodies are able to cope with a lot of stress, but it's the ongoing, um, and whether it's like a tendonitis issue or it's, um, a slight tear or I don't know, just the lingering ones, the lingering ones that really yeah. don't go away and you really can't fix unless you just throw in the towel and say, okay, I'm done. Right. Um, and yeah, it's meet days are especially hard just because of tough, the hard landings and um, adrenaline helps. Don't get me wrong, adrenaline is a the medication that every athlete needs. Yeah, yeah. But it's just the ongoing, yeah, the on lingering stuff that really you can't fix. I gotcha. Um, okay. Um, what has been your best, your favorite memory at LSU, and why? Uh, probably when we won our conference championship and, um, you know, when my, with our team, with my teammate passing away, um, my best friend passing away the seat, like before the season, you know, getting his parents to come up there and cut the nets with us. That was super special to me. I'll never forget that. That's definitely number one. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Awesome. Well, I was going to, was going to follow up the last question I was going to ask Skyler just answered. So Ruby, I'll ask you, what was your, your favorite moment at LSU? Um, having SECs in New Orleans last year, just uh, it felt like a glorified PMAC, essentially. Uh, um, just the, 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 the noise, the fans, it, yeah, just an indescribable day, really. Where was the meet? It wasn't in the... It was in the Smithy King Center. Wow. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was sick. I guess that's the only place they really could put it. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans. That's, that's super dope. Yeah. That was really cool. That's awesome. Thank you all for your time. I appreciate it. I appreciate you all being open and honest and making a little time for us. Uh, take care of yourselves. Be safe. Be healthy. And, uh, and good luck in the future. I know y'all aren't going anywhere, and we'll be seeing plenty of y'all uh, as you move on to your post-LSU athletic careers. But uh, it's been awesome catching up with you. For sure. Thanks, Cody. Yep. Yeah, thank you very much, Cody.